0: Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And that's just what the Lord did for you and for me. He gave everything he had so that we could have everything. So today, whatever you have going on in your life, remember that Jesus is with you. He's watching your back. You can trust him now
1: Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org. Now get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby.
0: A long time ago. Let me tell you how long ago it was. When I was a teenager. Oh, shut up. Okay, a long time ago, my brother Glenn and I got in a uh, pickup football game down at the high school uh, practice field. In fact, it was, I noticed this morning, I went to Richland High School, so it was the the field you see, uh, you know, Holiday Lane right there off of 820, and for the record, because when I thought about this, it was easy to recall this, that, that... 820 was just the same then as it is today. (laughs) Those two lanes were there almost 40 years ago while I was playing football on the practice field. Anyway, we we didn't know all the other boys uh, that we were playing with, and I was probably one of the youngest ones on the field. And at one point, I was trying to defend against a long pass when I collided with another boy, and he jumped up furious with me that I had knocked him down. So he jumped on top of me and started hitting me, when all of a sudden this blur came out of nowhere and knocked the guy like 10 yards. And when he got up staggering, my brother Glenn, the blur, (laughs) he said, if you want to hit someone, it'll have to be me. Well, the boy decided he didn't want to take his chances with my big brother. And I think the game ended right about there. So there you go. That's one of my big brother stories. And I have other stories like that because I have two big brothers. And you see, if there's one thing that I know for certain, and if you grew up with brothers, then you know what I'm talking about. It's that I can always count on my brothers to watch my back. It was like that when I was a boy getting into trouble. And it's still like that today when I get into trouble. My brothers will still stick with me. There's a scripture that says there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. The friend it's talking about is the Lord. And we have to know that that's the kind of friend that we have in Jesus. He's like a brother, only better. But no matter what you're going through, and no matter what you get yourself into, Jesus will always be there for you. He will always have your back. And you may be facing some difficult times right now. But I want you to know that Jesus sticketh closer than a brother. You may have to walk through some difficulty. But you're not alone when you do it. Just like a brother, he will always be there holding you up. Giving you the courage and the grace to face what comes. And if we know that he's sticking with us through the tough times. Then we need to know that he's also sticking with us when we screw up. A true brother never turns his back on you. And Jesus will never turn his back on you either. You know, Peter was one of Jesus' best friends. And Peter loved the Lord, but Peter messed up big time. And he denied that he even knew the Lord. But he was so sorry and repentant that after the resurrection and Christ was walking on the shore, when Peter recognized the Lord... All the shame, all the remorse, all the regret. It couldn't hold Peter back from the joy of seeing his friend. He jumped out of the boat, and he swam as fast as he could to get to him. All that mattered was that he loved him and that he was alive. He was forgiven. He was restored. And he was never the same again. This is what the Lord said. Greater love hath no man than this that a man lay down his life for his friends. And that's just what the Lord did for you and for me. He gave everything he had so that we could have everything. So today, whatever you have going on in your life, remember that Jesus is with you, He's watching your back. You can trust him now, and you can trust him tomorrow. We can be encouraged today because Jesus sticketh closer than a brother.
1: Have you ever had an unexpected encounter with someone? Stay right there to learn why every unexpected meeting is important and how it can be an opportunity to share Christ. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. And now back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith.
0: But you know, it has been so hot lately. You know that? It's been so hot. Listen to this. It's it's so hot that I saw an entire cornfield explode. That's right. It's also so hot that I learned that a seatbelt can also be used as a branding iron. Mm, That's hot. Okay, I love this one. Are you ready? It's so hot. I saw a funeral procession turn into a dairy queen to get a blizzard that's how hot it is today I want to talk about unexpected meetings unexpected meetings for just a few minutes you know all of us have encounters with people that we didn't plan or we didn't predict and we generally don't think that much about it we don't expect that every chance meeting will be meaningful in our lives But this week, the Word revealed to me two valuable lessons on why every unexpected meeting is important. The Word shares the story of an unexpected meeting when Mary Magdalene was grieving the death of Jesus. She went to the tomb, and she was distressed because it appeared that Jesus' body had been removed from the tomb. When the Lord appeared to her, he didn't let her recognize him visually at first. But when he said her name, Mary, she knew instantly that it was the Lord. It was an unexpected meeting, but it meant everything to Mary because she didn't find him. He found her. Shortly after that happened, the word tells us of another unexpected meeting. There were these two guys walking down the road outside of Jerusalem just talking about Jesus and everything that had happened during the past week. Jesus was suddenly walking beside them and started asking them questions. And again, Jesus didn't let them recognize visually who he was. But he began to share with them the truth of the kingdom of God. He walked a seven miles with them into the village, and they talked him into staying and having supper with them. And when they broke bread together, the word says their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. And you know what? Their lives were forever changed from that moment on because they didn't find Christ. Christ found them. You see, these two meetings were only unexpected to Mary and those two guys walking down the road. They were not chance meetings or unexpected encounters to the Lord. In both cases, he intentionally found them. So the lesson that we give here is Christ is very interested in you. He will find you. Confront you and reveal himself to you in his timing. Within his plan and according to his purpose for your life, it may seem like an unexpected meeting sometimes, but when Christ reaches out to touch us, it's always divinely inspired. And that brings me to the second valuable lesson about unexpected meetings. Years ago, I had an unexpected meeting with a very famous person. I was in the parking business at the time, and I had a late-night meeting with the owner of one of the Dallas' most expensive restaurants. So I was told to wait in the bar of the restaurant for the owner. So I went in, I sat down, and I ordered a Coke. And then I noticed that the only person in the bar sitting next to me was none other than what I thought, and most of my generation believes, is the greatest baseball player who ever lived. He was certainly my childhood hero, but sitting there beside me was Mickey Mantle. Well, Mickey wasn't drinking a Coke, and it looked like he had been there for quite a while. And even though I engaged in some small talk about baseball and the Texas Rangers and golf, it was pretty obvious that Mickey's life wasn't even close to being heroic. In fact, at this time, his life appeared to be pretty messy. But there I was, so starstruck and so shallow that I didn't see the opportunity, let alone seize an opportunity, to share anything meaningful or spiritually helpful to Mr. Mantle. You see, if we're to be followers of Christ, then unexpected meetings are opportunities for us to reveal his character in some way. I would never get another chance to talk to Mr. Mantle. Did you know that Christ told Mary and those two guys walking down the road to go and tell everyone they met that they saw him? And that's exactly what he wants all of us to do. Tell everyone that we meet about Jesus. So I hope you remember that every encounter with Christ is no accident. Because he loves you and he's counting on you to respond to every meeting with him. Every unexpected meeting that you have in your life is a God-given opportunity to share Jesus with someone else. I missed my chance to share Christ with Mickey Mantle. I hope I don't miss my next one.
1: Are you depending on the Lord for daily direction in your life? Or are you trying to do everything on your own? Stay tuned to hear how we can depend on the Lord to supply our needs. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked under the seat of his car. He had, but I handed him my Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight, and I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright. I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high power 500 lumen flashlight, chips on board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side.
0: Uh, but first, I want to make an admission to all of you. Here it is. I need the Lord. I admit it. Bob Bollinger... Really needs the Lord. And I'll tell you something else. The longer I live, the older I get. (laughs) Either way, I need the Lord. So why am I admitting to you that I need the Lord? Well, I'll tell you why. Because it's not my nature. And I suspect many of you are just like me. It's not my nature to want to feel like or depend, to feel like I need to depend on anyone. And I know I'm not alone in this and and men in particular have a hard time being dependent. We grow up being taught at an early age to embrace independence and self-reliance. Isn't this right? In our culture, that's the quest for manhood. Our heroes are strong. Self-reliant, independent men. And that's why men won't ever ask for directions. Is that right, ladies? Because that would be a sign that we don't know where we're going. And let me tell you, being lost is not nearly as bad as having to admit we need directions from somebody. In fact, last week, while driving uh, through a Chinese town, uh, my Chinese driver... Refused to stop and ask directions. And I totally understood. I was good with it. So this is obviously a global problem. So I'm pointing out this problem that I have, that I know many of you have too, of always striving to be so independent, of of wanting to fix everything. Of wanting to be a problem solver. And feeling weak or inadequate if I have to ask for help or depend on someone else. And I'm pointing it out to you this morning because it's simply wrong thinking in the kingdom of God. You know, I believe the word shows us that since the very beginning, we were born to be attached to and dependent on the Lord. The Lord himself explained it this way. He said, you are the branches and I am the trunk. It's from me you draw your life. That's how it's supposed to be. The Lord even says, apart from me, you can do nothing. You see, we are made to depend on God for everything. Let me ask you something. Who is the most capable person who has Ever lived. I'll answer that for you. His name is Jesus Christ. He lived his life here speaking truth with directness and compassion. He embraced confrontation at every level, challenged his followers, unfolded his wisdom and power to those who believed, And yet the master of the wind and the sea. Lived with what writer John Eldridge calls a desperate dependence on his father. Jesus said, I assure you, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. He said, I live by the power of the living father who sent me. And the words I say are not my own, but my father who lives in me and does his work through me. So the most accomplished person ever. The Son of God is happy to tell anyone, I need my Father. I depend on Him. Even in the Garden of Gethsemane, He said, Father, not my will, but Yours. You see, the message is we all need the Lord. All the time. And it was always meant to be that way. If Jesus lived in total dependence on his father. Then how much more. Should I depend on him. For my very existence. You know sometimes we. We get into trouble. And we cry out to the Lord for help. But the truth is we just want Him to fix a problem. So we can go back to running things ourselves. That's not the kind of dependence the Lord is looking for from us. It's like we're asking Him to put gas in our car so we can get back on the road we're on. The Lord wants us to know that the car is His. He's the gas. He's the engine. He's the driver. And we need Him if we're going anywhere. So I admit it. I need the Lord every day, every minute. How about you? Are you depending on the Lord for daily direction in your life? Are you still trying to do everything on your own? I can tell you that totally depending on God is the way it was meant to be. It is the only way to discover every good thing. God has in store for your life.
1: Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers?